You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hi, folks. Welcome to another episode of Film Study. This is Ken McCusick. Kind of an odd thing today. I just popped in the uh, the Ravens home opener, overall opener, a nine one ninety six. Watch the whole thing again while I'm while I'm sitting here at my computer, and I got to taking some notes. And I thought uh, maybe I just tweet some stuff from that game. And then I thought there's an awful lot of notes on this page. Maybe I'll just do a quick podcast on it. So that's what I'm doing. Uh, not sure if I'll do this again, but but from time to time, as the spirit strikes me and I rewatch a game, I'm thinking I'll. Uh, I, I, I might take this up, but uh, that nine one ninety six game. I, I'm sure there are a lot of people who remember where they were, particularly if they were there. Uh, but there's also probably a lot of young people who who don't remember the game. You know, never got to see it really. And there's a lot of people who were at the game who really don't remember what happened, except in general terms. That hey. Vinny Testaverde scored and the Ravens, you know, won on a touchdown by Ernest Biner. And there was some other stuff that happened. But anyway, I, I'm going to take you through a little bit of this ball game and talk about a few of the things that occurred, including some of the off field stuff, because that really dominated the day. And I just think we'll, we'll go through this. I'm doing this show solo, obviously. So uh, one of the things that's on there right at the tape at the beginning is a diatribe from Bob Costas, a man that I really respected for many years. This was one of the things that, that I did not like about his career. Uh, very 
venomous anti-Baltimore rant before the game, the kind of thing that I don't think should have been on TV. Uh, honestly, I don't know how he became less of a villain than Bob Trumpy out of this, but saying basically the Browns never should have moved, yada, yada, yada. Um, uh, this, of course, continued within some an interview of Bob Trumpy, Trump, Bob Trumpy in the booth. Now, a little history of Bob Trumpy. The Colts, when they were bad in the late 70s and early 80s, um, got Bob Trumpy a lot as the announcer because he was on the last crew. And so they would, ugh, they would get Bob Trumpy and it'd be, can't we get anybody good to, to do our games kind of thing? And, and that just kind of sucked. Well, Trumpy made some comments prior to the game suggesting that Baltimore shouldn't have gotten a team. The Ravens at the NBC in their wisdom then decided they would assign Bob Trumpy to the game because of course you want the, you know, anything to, to, to inflate a game like this. And the Ravens handed out dump Trumpy signs outside. I believe the Ravens handed them out. Actually, they might've been in the newspaper, but people had them at the stadium anyway. And they, they saw fit in the booth to have the, the uh, announcer of the game uh, show one of the signs to Trumpy and Trumpy had kind of backpedal and explain how, Oh yeah, this is the fans day. They don't want to make me the enemy. The Oakland Raiders will have something to say about this, yada, yada. But Trumpy, just an insufferable announcer. Um, a, a lot of the things about his announcing of the game are, are really not too bad. He's fairly insightful about telling you, you know, where players are in, in relation to each other at this point in his career, 20 years in, um, he just is not, he, he just still there's kind of a, a anti-Baltimore venom that you feel during the game. I think the best thing would have been if NBC just left him out of this, but of course they wanted, they wanted the controversy and, uh, and that was uh, to be had there. So we've got Casas and Trumpy at the, at the top of this. And then we get back to really making this about Baltimore. Um, before we do that, I'll just move on to one more NBC thing. The announced must see TV that night must see TV at that point was the combination of third rock from the sun and Boston commons. You just had to see that by the way, two terrible shows. Just, couldn't stand them. But anyway, uh, getting back to the football in the Baltimore, uh, Johnny Unitas out there at midfield uh, presenting the football to be played. They they leaned on Colts history a lot in those early years, which I think was, was a good thing. They didn't really have their own history yet. And so they, they wanted the history of Baltimore football and did a good job with that uh, for years. Uh, a lot of things went right about this game from the Ravens. But I think that the two, the play of the two rookies was one of the most interesting story of the day. And of course, the fourth overall draft pick, John Ogden, Played that year at left guard rather than at left tackle, as we all know him as the multi-tone pro dollars. But but uh, uh, the Ravens had Tony Jones, number sixty-six, playing left tackle. Uh, he was a pretty good player, and and uh, they you know he was at the end of a contract that that he would be um, it would be his last year with the Ravens. Uh, Ogden playing left guard had a fairly difficult game on the interior, particularly in the first half, uh, when an enormous defensive tackle, a pair of enormous defensive tackles, Russell Maryland, who a lot of people know, who played for years, including on that 2000 team that faced the Ravens in the AFC Championship game, but also uh, a guy named, let me get this name right, Jerry Ball is the guy's name. He had played for a long time in the NFL. He was around, the, around until he was 35 years old. Um, total of, looks like, about 13 seasons in the NFL. Uh, listed at 330 pounds in, in PFR, that may have been true at one time. It was not true at this time. I, I, the guy was bigger than Sam Adams and bigger than Michael Pierce this last year. Uh, he's an absolutely enormous guy who barely fits in his uniform. And he frankly gave Ogden a lot of trouble um, uh, in this game. And uh, and that was something that was you know, a little disappointing to see. Ogden got his first hold uh, fairly early in the game 
first hold of his career, obviously. And he also got his first pancake on Russell, Maryland. Um, so that was nice to see. They used him as a pulling guard a, a couple times in the game, but the Ravens didn't really pull too much um, in this offense. Uh, what else? The offense uh, kind of no huddle uh, based. Now, uh, Trumpy, this is another thing I just couldn't stand, is he wanted to call it an at-the-line-of-scrimmage offense. That's okay. It's still a no-huddle offense, even if it's not a fast no-huddle offense. They just they basically were forcing no defensive substitutions out of that Oakland defense, which proved to be very useful as the Ravens took the game over offensively in the second half. And that, that Raiders defense was extremely tired. Uh, they went back to pictures of them, hands on hips, the entire second half. One of the things you really look for in a in a tired defense. So uh, that was nice to see. Uh, the Ravens, as many people know, Vinny Testaverde scored their their first touchdown on a run play. Uh, they uh, uh, had the, had a nice drive, eighty five yards for a touchdown. It was really their big drive of the first half. They didn't do a lot else on offense in in that first half. Uh, but Testaverde had a couple completed passes and and uh, ran it in for about twelve yards out or, or so. Uh, handed the ball to a fan, and this is one of these cases. Boy, if it was me, I had that football. I'd have probably rather had my colon removed than handed back. That is a piece of Baltimore history and um, you really want it. And, you know, I, I give it on loan to the Ravens. Sure. Give it on loan to the Babe Ruth museum. Sure. Those are reasonable options that giving that ball back, which is something that the fan apparently did. We don't know what coercive uh, acts were made to try and give back that ball. We're going to throw you out of the stadium. We're going to do that doesn't belong to you, blah, blah, blah. They could have used any number of lies, but basically once that ball is handed to a fan, it's his. Uh, but they, but the fan anyway, give it back. It's a piece of Baltimore history. And, uh, and uh, it, I'm sure it's on display somewhere at the castle. I'm not sure exactly where, but uh, uh, that fan is probably kicking himself for the uh, $75,000 football he gave away at this point. In any case, uh, one of the nice things to see about that no huddle offense was that they consistently caught the Raiders in with 12 men on the field. They did that twice. Uh, and then also in a number of offsides penalties, which were quite costly. And in particular, Pat Swilling looking to get a head start on Tony Jones at left tackle uh, was offsides a number of times. And he did get a sack in the game, uh, had some good ability to get around uh, uh Jones, but it, Jones uh, uh, also paid for it in terms of these these offsides penalties. So that was one of the the, the kind of interesting things of the game. I mentioned we talked about the both rookies, but Ogden, uh, you know, a forgettable day, frankly, with with a holding call, and and he was he was involved, partially responsible, I would judge on on one of the sacks of Testaverde. Um, so so they were. Multiple problems. Test ready to not have a very clean pocket to work with for much of the day, uh, despite the Ravens' enormous offensive line. Uh, it's supposed to be a great run blocking line. We'll talk about it sometimes wistfully as, as one of the biggest relatively sized Ravens offensive line. They didn't have anybody that's the size of Ben Cleveland, for example, but they did have uh, a lot of very large players. And uh, uh, it was a it was a line that could push people around a little bit. Uh, it just was not. Ha- you know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's the easiest choice you can make? 
window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I mean, the greatest pass blocking day, uh, certainly in that uh, in that game. Ray Lewis on the other side of the ball, um, very unusual Ray Lewis performance. The first time he's mentioned on the broadcast is for a missed tackle, and Trumpy is really on him about it, and uh, and that's okay. And then uh, the next play he makes, he picked the ball from between Ricky Dudley's legs for an interception in the end zone, uh, and he would go on to win the AFC Defensive Player of the Week that that week. And uh, in his first NFL game, and we think, oh, that must have been a typical kind of Ray Lewis game. It really wasn't. In in his first year, Ray Lewis was a two-down linebacker for most of the season, and he was pulled off the the field so that Benny Thompson could go in and play the quarter. That's the replacement for the Mike linebacker in a 7-DB formation. Um, on most third downs. There's some interesting shots of like a third and four scene that I've posted before that that you can look at number 52 standing next to the uh, uh, yard marker or the down marker, I should say, uh, <laughs> on a shot from the Ravens defensive sideline. So it's uh, uh, an unusual place for, for Ray to be. But he had a good game, um, made some nice tackles, looked every bit the hitter, and the play to, to remove the ball from between Dudley's legs and not allow it to hit the game the 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 ground is a little reminiscent even though Suggs did it with his own legs of that interception he had in the 2014 playoff game at Pittsburgh so uh uh, it was just one of those plays and and uh, Ray of course had a had the uh award in his in his first game uh what else do we need to talk about the defensive line for the Ravens played pretty well in this game I thought um, they uh, definitely were fast. Rob Burnett got the first Ravens sack. Uh, he also drew a very key holding penalty 
um, at one point in the game. It didn't end up being accepted because it was on a third down, but it would have given the Ravens the option had they allowed a first down conversion. It was towards the end of the game. When the Ravens got the ball back, they didn't. I believe it was then that they did not then give it up again. So it had a hand in ending the drive that effectively ended the game. Uh, so that that was uh, you know certainly a positive thing. Um, the rest of the Ravens line, uh, you know, pretty high quality set of players. The problem was they just had injury after injury. And I've mentioned occasionally, but this was a four three defense that was forced by personnel loss to move to a three four defense as the season progressed. Now, wonderful that Marvin Lewis can adapt to the players he has. Not wonderful that that would actually happen. So it was kind of a interesting season for the Ravens defense. And, and eventually that's really what let them down was they didn't really have the defensive depth to keep up with their injuries as the season moved on. And that kind of prevented them from staying with a very effective no huddle offense that was pretty much unstoppable. They scored a lot of points um, when they were no, in no huddle. Jackson and Alexander uh, were both big weapons. And uh, and they, they they did some good things offensively when they when they were playing fast and keeping the defense on the field. Oh, let's see what else we got here. Testaverde, the runner in this game, was very impressive. It wasn't just the very first touchdown run, which was you know a, a nice realization that that he had an opportunity there. N- several other runs during the game, he had something like nine rushes for forty five yards in the game. I'll go back and take a look at it real quick here. Uh, eight for 42, it says here. So, um, uh, I'm not sure if they, they might've called it differently, but they had it nine for 45 on the broadcast, which is okay. So anyway, uh, really impressive first down run in the second half where he deked, um, a, uh, uh, defender into thinking he was going to the ground. He let up on him and then he, he broke free for about another five or six yards. Um, that was a, a, a fairly big first down play for the Ravens that uh, helps, I think, believe that set up a field goal by Stover. Stover, uh, worth mentioning here, uh, he when he took the field for his first attempt of the games, this is following the 1995 season, his career success percentage was 80.6%. That was the highest in NFL history at that time. So the percent, the, the field goal percentage record has improved by almost 10 percentage points in the years since. And that's, of course, held by held by Tucker today, or I believe it is anyway, still. I know uh, Young Yi had, had, uh, had it for a, a moment there for Atlanta before he missed two out of three in a game. Um, the Ravens' final drive, and one of the other kind of unknown players from this game, Ernest Hunter, uh, fumbled a kickoff for the Ravens. It was a very big play. Um, the Ravens got the ball back on Ray Lewis's interceptions. It didn't end up costing them immediately in terms of a score, but then there was an exchange of possessions, and they did end up scoring the next touchdown. Um, Ernest Hunter came back with his only catch for the Ravens. And it was a 23-yard play that occurred on the game-winning drive, uh, which eventually ended on Biner's short touchdown run. Uh, Biner uh, made sure to hold on to that football, uh, didn't give it away, but uh, he dove in. Carwell Gardner, how close is just missing out on history? Carwell Gardner on the previous run was very, very close to getting in. It might have been challenged, and it might have, frankly, been reversed from the on-field call, which was just short. Um, and they, they actually had the spot probably about 
three quarters of a yard off anyway. But uh, but anyway, it might have been reversed. Might have been a touchdown. Carwell Gardner scores that. Of course, he's the he's the game winning touchdown from the Ravens' first game. But that's not the way it worked out. So uh, great day of football. Uh, beautiful day for football. The, the biggest crowd in Baltimore history. They put in some additional seats um, and had 64,000 and change there for that game. I, I remember in the Colts days, used to be 60,000 was a complete sellout, 60,000 change. 64,496 were the tickets distributed. 64,124, according to the game book, uh, were in attendance. So only 372 tickets went unused, which is good to hear. Um, and uh, we had our moment. The football was back in Baltimore. Uh, certainly a great game here. And uh, the rest of the season, of course, didn't go as well for the Ravens uh, for some of the reasons I mentioned before, but largely a lot of injuries to the defense and not being able to hold up. The Ravens had to lead a lot at halftime. If you look at things like um, DVOA, they actually are not bad at all in terms of, of how they look. They certainly do not look like a 4-12 and 12 team. Um, but they uh, they would win four games uh, all at home, including that that monumental win against the Rams in overtime. That was a that was a thriller and, and had so many cross currents of history um, that we've talked about before. But this first game was really special in its own right. Um, nice to I guess in, in in some ways to to have Trumpy there to witness it and have to witness it. But then we had to hear him, so I'm not sure if we got a good trade off on that. But uh, uh, a, a great game to watch. And I just thought rather than put this up on Twitter that I do a quick pod on this. If you guys would like to hear these kind of pods, let me know, DM me on Twitter, or if you think they don't really work as content when you go solo, let me hear that as well. I'm, I'm fine. DMs are always open on Twitter. If you have a different idea for how to present this kind of material, that's fine as well. Uh, love to hear from you. Other folks out there, I'm doing a historical set of pods this off season on individual players from prior to, sorry, from, from Ravens history who are not at the, the top tier of players. And I want to hear from you and, and DM me again, always open. Tell me the player you want. Uh, I'm giving highest priority to any people who want to do players from prior to 2000. So if that means your dad has to get involved because you weren't really watching football at that time, that's cool. Uh, you know, get, get them involved and, uh, and uh, try and uh, get some new, new people on the show to discuss some old time, old time Ravens. Anybody wants to discuss Eric Turner or Stevan Moore or uh, uh, Caldwell, the linebacker, or uh, you know, Rob Burnett lasted until the Super Bowl team, but he's he's a player a lot of people don't know very much about today. But uh, some good players there and, and, and worth discussing. I'd love to hear from you. We'll talk to you next time on Film Study. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.